Bonjour à tous, welcome back or simply welcome to episode 170 of French Away podcast, episode 170. If you're new to the podcast, you're arriving just in time for a celebration. But hang on a little bit, I'll start this episode with a few stories, real stories, that illustrate the importance of pronunciation and intonation when it comes to learning a language, and I'll give you my thoughts on how you can work on those. How to sound like a native French speaker? That's the topic of today's episode. Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. If you're putting in a lot of time, effort, and maybe money to learn French, chances are that you also want to be able to sound it properly. Because if your pronunciation is poor, well, French people will have a, a hard time trying to understand you, or maybe worse, they will understand something else, and it can potentially be something very embarrassing. When I was teaching French in China, one day I had split the, the class into several groups, and each group was working, was making up a little role play about, um, so the situation was uh, booking at a hotel. And my ear was drawn to one table when I heard, uh, je reste tout nu. Je reste tout nu means that I'm staying or I'm remaining uh, naked. And so I went to see that student and said, uh, what are you trying to say? And he was like really insisting, uh, tout nu, tout nu. And then I got it uh, based on like the context and some explanation that they had to, to give me, um, that that student wanted to say, je reste de nuit. So I'm saying for two nights. Alors, there are a few problems here. For example, the uh, the t versus de uh, is typically a, a challenge for Chinese students. Um, and I draw your attention on the last word of the sentence, which should have been nuit. Uh, night and it's spelled N U I T and um, S for for the plural. Sometimes in French you have several vowels put together that uh, form a specific sound. For example, the combination of the letters O and U make the sound O, as in bonjour, or the letter combination A and U. A-U is the sound O, as in restaurant, restaurant. However, in French, the letters U and I do not combine together to form a particular sound. They need to be uh, sounded, articulated separately. Nui, nui. This is something that is uh, often overlooked by many students, regardless of their nationality, students of French, uh, when they see two vowels together, they tend to only sound one of them. And that's something that you need to um, be paying particular attention to. Otherwise, just eat up uh, like one syllable of the word. You shorten it. And in our case, it meant something different. Nuit is uh, night and nu is naked. I often hear students mispronouncing the word, uh, the French word for airport, which is aéroport. I often hear aéroport here for the same reason the A and the E 
cannot in French be combined to form a different sound, especially not since um, the, the second letter in aéroport has an E with an accent on it, an acute accent. And when the letter has an accent, it's never part of a combination forming a new sound anyway. It's a specific sound by itself. One of my students a few years ago would start every lesson practicing this, um, this word, aéroport, aéroport, because he wanted to, to do so well. And he would also practice the difference between the U and U, as in bu, bu, vu, vu. That's another very common issue, not only for native English speakers, but from speakers from many languages, because the French U, is what it is, it's a specificity of the French language. And to pronounce it well, um, you need to understand the place of articulation. So how is your jaw, how uh, is your tongue position, the position of your lips as well. The context will often tell us French people what you mean. Uh, for example, bu is a past participle of the verb boire and it's not going to be confused with boue, which is um, the mud, which is uh, a noun. They are just not the same types of words, so there's usually not any uh, confusion possible. Uh, same thing for vu, which is the past participle of the verb voir, to see, and vous, uh, which means you, and is a, is a pronoun. But in some cases, there can be a misunderstanding. For example, dessus versus dessous. Same types of words. Actually, the first one, dessus, means above, whereas dessous means below or underneath. So it would be quite important to get it right because you're just going to understand the opposite. The French R, R is a very well-known um, pronunciation challenge for students as well. I talk about it in episode 37 of the podcast. That was a while ago already. Um, when you want to pronounce the French uh, R, the sound is made not in the mouth. It's not like the English R, r, r which is sounding in the mouth, like you have a giant potato that you're trying to uh, still speak with. The French R is sounded in the throat, so the place of articulation um, is really different. <sighs> Once you understand that, you're closer to being able to sound French properly. And if you sometimes feel discouraged about ever being able to pronounce French well, if you're self-conscious, you're worried about sounding stupid when you speak French, I have good news. The perfect pronunciation is not an innate skill. You're not born with it. So the good news is that you can learn it. So yes, it takes time, but it's just like anything that you learn, really. In fact, my two-year-old daughter, so she's exposed to French every day with me, and she's very chatty. She's got a, a huge range of vocabulary for her age. And also, I'm pleased to say, a very good handling of grammatical structures. Must be because her mom's a teacher, or at least I like to think so. Well, my daughter sometimes gets frustrated when, when I can't answer her, when I can't provide her with what she's been asking, only based on pronunciation issues. And that's totally normal. It's age appropriate. She hasn't yet worked out the correct places of articulation for all the sounds that she needs to, to use in the French language. And if you think 
while children are like sponges and they learn much faster than adults, if you think I'm too old or it's too late, I will disagree with you because it takes time to figure out things by yourself like children do. It, take them, it takes them several years in order to be able to, to speak properly. And as adults, we have one advantage. It's that we can directly learn the explicit rules. We can get all the knowledge, all the, the theory, the awareness. We get the user's manual, if you want, on, um, on how to do things. So one way or the other, we can all get there. Over time, I've had many pronunciation-related questions from my own students, but also from you, my listeners, such as um, the questions that I answered to in the previous episodes of the podcast, so episode 168 and 169. So I designed an online course to help you with everything that you need to know about French pronunciation, French intonation, and French rhythm. It's called How to Sound Like a Native French Speaker, and it, the course is opening today. Well, if you're listening as this episode is just being released, today is May the 9th, 2018. And as you may already know, if you've been following me, I started designing this course an incredible three years ago. Yes, that was a lot of work. And I had our daughter in the meantime, so that's also a lot of work. I research extensively all that comes into play to sound like a native French speaker. And I found that there are two dimensions to it. You need to learn the individual, like the small sounds, and you need to learn the sounds of the language as a whole. So let me go a little bit more in details there. So first, you need to be able to hear and say every sound of the French language. Some of these sounds will be easy because they already exist in your language. For example, in the case of English, the b, p, v, t, p, and so on. And some would be different, such as the French u, the French r, which is r, I talked about it uh, before. Uh, the nasals are uh, another typical example, the nasals en, un, on. Once you're familiar with every sound of the French language, that's a great start, but it's still not quite enough. So you must learn how to choose the right intonation for what you want to say and learn how to give the French language its unique rhythm and melody. Because you often find that French sounds very much like singing. Why is that? It actually has to do with the way that we French people stress, or if you want, like put more emphasis on specific syllables in the sentence. And this rhythmic pattern is totally something you can learn. In fact, as soon as you apply the rule, you sound more French instantly because you're copying the rhythm that's inherent to French language and that French people use naturally. And about intonation... At school, you may have learned that in French, the intonation rises in questions and falls in statements. And there's actually more to it than this. This is a shortcut uh, version of the rule that I don't really uh, like because many questions actually have a falling intonation. For example, uh, what's your name is comment vous vous appelez? Comment vous vous appelez? The intonation falls. If I were asking it with a rising intonation, comment vous vous appelez? 
that is a different question. I've actually changed its meaning. The meaning would be like, what did you say your name was? What? Like, it's weird or it's funny. You know, uh, you have, um, it, it carries uh, a, an emotion. It has a connotation behind it. Had you heard about that rule before? I think many of you haven't. And that is an example among many little known aspects of French language that I explain in the course. The intonation changing the meaning of what you want to say is something that I've experienced uh, myself uh, when I was living in China. I was great at Chinese grammar, at handling Chinese grammar, but really bad with the Mandarin Chinese tones. I don't know if you've heard about them. They are um, a rough equivalent of the intonation, but the intonation in Chinese doesn't apply to uh, the whole sentence or to a whole group of words. In fact, it's each syllable which has a tone that is a, a full component of the meaning. And if you change the tone, you change the meaning of the word. A very uh, famous example would be like famous, at least typical when you learn the Chinese, would be um, ma with a flat uh, intonation, a flat tone. Ma, that means mother or mom. Whereas if you say it in what we call like a uh, tone three, the third tone, ma means horse. And if you say this syllable with a rising intonation, ma, or with a falling intonation, ma, these are another two words, which you don't need to learn the meaning, the meaning of. I can assure you that uh, changing your intonation constantly as you, as you speak, virtually every syllable, requires a lot of uh, thought and energy. It's not an easy task. At least with French, it's, uh, it's uh, easier. Uh, so I remember that day when I went to the bank in China for, I don't remember what, but it was important at the time. And I thought I was well prepared. I know... I knew what I was going to, to say, but the girl behind the teller, like the counter, looked at me with a face that was saying, I didn't get a single word of what you've just told me. So she called a colleague for help and I repeated my request with a little bit of hope and they laughed. So they were laughing both out of embarrassment and amusement because they couldn't understand me. But I uh, just wanted to cry. I was so frustrated Especially as this tone problem was a recurring issue that I had uh, during the, the two years I lived in Beijing. So I assumed that, you know, um, if I was uh, swapping every second word to say something different, my message would have made no sense to them. Uh, back to uh, the, the course, How to Sound Like a Native French Speaker, that course is suitable for everyone because you can always uh, start from scratch and get like solid bases regarding French pronunciation. But maybe more specifically from low intermediate to more advanced students of French. And I guarantee that you will learn something from it, whatever your level in French is. In fact, many of the aspects that I cover in the course and many of the tips that I give, I've heard advanced students exclaim, oh, that's why, or like, oh, no one ever told me this before. So the course really does cover years of learning when it comes to correct pronunciation and intonation. And I believe that uh, it is the most 
comprehensive course that you can find on the topic. It's both very detailed and it's presented in easy steps, like bite-sized lessons. By the way, you don't even have to go through all the lessons. You can do them uh, in the order that you like. You will love it if you already enjoy my teaching style and my explanations from the podcast. If you're interested in uh, taking that course, this is an online course that you have unlimited access to. So life, uh, lifetime access. There are 28 lessons in it. Each lesson, as I said, is uh, bite-sized and as much to the point as possible and takes an average of uh, 20, 30 minutes to, to complete. You get uh, the downloadable notes for the lessons. That's a very handy for quick reference. You get 19 downloadable worksheets with over 60 exercises and, of course, their answers. You get all the MP3s, downloadable MP3s, uh, that's over five hours of audio content. 24 videos, that's uh, two and a half hours of uh, my face on video. <laughs> uh, all video lessons, they are also available in audio format, so you can listen again when you commute, um, you do your dishes or you drive your car. Very, very handy for brush up on the go. I added quizzes at the end of each module to test yourself and on what you've just learned. On top of the lessons, you'll also get two bonuses. So the first one is a downloadable list of uh, tongue twisters to practice all that you've learned and have fun. It comes with um, the audio files of me recording myself, like reading these tongue twisters to help you. And the second bonus is a downloadable list of uh, all the links and resources to help you go the extra mile with um, practicing your French pronunciation. Taking the course also gives you the possibility to add comments and to contact me directly if you have any question. You can also send me a recording once you've completed the course to receive my personal feedback on your pronunciation that's included in the course. The course will hopefully give you more confidence, at least less self-consciousness and worry about sounding stupid when you speak French. This is a big, big issue that's holding you back with your uh, French conversation. And if you still have doubts about whether the course is a good fit for you, I'll give you a full refund, full refund if you're not happy with the course within uh, 30 days of purchase. In addition, if you're listening to this episode as it's being released or just being released, you're in luck because there's a special kickoff offer to celebrate the launch. If you get the course before the 21st of May at midnight uh, Melbourne Australia time, that's a Monday uh, evening, you'll also get my free printable set of flashcards to help you become more familiar with the phonetic symbols used in the French language. I had it um specially designed for you and I'll also send you a free bookmark, a bookmark that, compi that compiles uh, the, the main combination of letters. I talked about combinations of letters at the beginning of the episode, the ones that students of French need to remember um, in order to read and sound French properly. It's a great uh, quick reference tool which you can take anywhere. 
both uh, the, the flashcards and the, the bookmark are digital products uh, for download and print. They are not physical products. And uh, they are available on my website to purchase separately. But I will send them to you for free if you join the course again before May the 21st. Remember that from the moment you get the course, you then have unlimited access to it. So if you want to receive uh, the bookmark and the flashcards, you only need to enroll, like purchase the course before May the 21st. And then you can do it at your own pace. Some students have had an exclusive access to the course a few months ago and this is what Fiona and Roberta have been saying about it. Fiona said, I'm only halfway through this course but I'm already in awe of the quality of what Jessica has produced and sharing her excitement of its release this week. With her usual skill, Jessica has managed to cover a wealth of at-time complex information in a clear and concise manner, managing at the same time to make it appear deceptively simple. I believe that Jessica's pronunciation course fills a large gap in the market for those of us wanting to learn and master this beautiful language. Roberta said, or rather wrote, I just love it. This is one thing to speak and another to be understood and carry on a conversation and be able to fit in. I love how specific the course is. It is exactly what I was looking for. I'm very happy there are charts to print out that I can refer to quickly when I have questions. I'm also happy I can go back anytime and review. Thank you so much. Uh, not that the course is not for you and I repeat not for you uh, if you expect to be speaking French flawlessly within minutes because the course is not a magic pill. I'll give you all the tools that you need. You can refer to them at any time, but you'll also need practice. And that's something that I cannot do for you. Ah, and you'll need patience as well because uh, learning simply takes time. So if you'd like more information and to check out the, the detailed content of the course, have a look at the link in the show notes or just head uh, to frenchyourway.com.au slash native speaker, frenchyourway.com.au slash native speaker. I'll finish with a reminder that I'll be doing a live session on Facebook to answer all your questions about French phonetics, French pronunciation and intonation. That will be on Saturday, the 19th of May at 1.30 p.m. Melbourne, Australia time. If you live in the U.S., uh, that would um, be on Friday, the 18th. So uh, 8.30 p.m. in Los Angeles time or 11.30 p.m. Uh, New York time. I hope to see you there. Don't hesitate if you have any questions. Thanks for listening till the end. I really appreciate you, your support, and you sharing my excitement over this achievement. See you on the 19th or in the next episode of French Away podcast.